Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Right now, let's uh, stick with the war and let's hear from the very, very smart people who we certainly get on this show. And uh, joining me right now is Brigadier General Dr. Ephraim Lapid. He's a senior research fellow at the Europa Institute and former IDF spokesperson. Bokitov, good morning. How are you? Good morning. We uh, we look for better days in uh, in the Middle East, especially in Israel, and uh, I'm I'm glad to be with you and to share with you. Thank you very very much. So, Dr. Lapid, I mean, terrible news coming out of Israel this weekend. You know, looking at a death toll, uh, fifteen. 15 people, um, soldiers and uh, what I was saying earlier is that when we see that these are reservists, these are not professional permanent force soldiers. I think that's something that a lot of people in the diaspora, a lot of Jews in the diaspora need to realize is that these people are graphic designers they are financial advisors they are IT specialists who have given up their day jobs to go and fight and defend Israel because really this is a war about defending and securing Israel, isn't it? This is a, a very different war from the other wars that uh, people know in the modern history uh, while uh, USA was in Iraq, Afghanistan and the European countries fought in different fronts. We uh, are based on compulsory service of youngsters a male and female in the age of 18 to 21 and uh, most of the soldiers today are reservist people who are uh, 11 months in the year they are civilians they are uh, engineers and advocates and uh, physicians and uh, different uh, uh, occupations and uh, they are now mobilized and uh, the role of uh, casualties of uh, these reservists is uh, very very high and and bitter uh, we don't have we don't have the ability to uh, cope with uh, this challenge of uh, terrorist uh, hamas uh, with our uh, ordinary uh, soldiers uh, only so that's the uh, the system and the uh, method of uh, the defense uh, doctrine of uh, Israel. And you have to remember that uh, we have three fronts. We have the southern front with Hamas, which is ex- exactly like ISIS uh, in, in the brutality. Yes. We have the uh, northern front of Hezbollah, Lebanon. And we have now, I, I, I'm, I'm very glad that we have it as an international front of the Red Sea, which, which is closer to you. And the, the, the front of the Red Sea is now not only uh, Israeli-Palestinian or Israeli-Arab uh, uh, conflict, it is a, a international conflict of Iran vis-a-vis the world. And the multinational uh, force that uh, the United States uh, initiated is very important in order to ensure the uh, uh, maritime uh, 
commercial uh, uh, system of the world, right. which was uh, uh, exp- uh, stopped uh, now by the Iranians and the Yemen uh, Houthis uh, in the Red Sea. It's so interesting because, you know, when, when one thinks of war, traditionally it was always fought on the ground. Um, now, when countries go to war, I think we saw it very profoundly with the Ukraine, with the Russian invasion of Ukraine, uh, we saw multi-level. So you've got the, you've got the cyber element, you've got, you know, on the ground, you've got not just maritime and aerial, um, you know, and your infantries, but you've also got economic. I mean, what's happening in the Red Sea is very much having a huge economic uh, impact on Israel, you know, on Eilat, on the port of Eilat, as well as on Egypt. And all of that is being, exactly. all, all of those ships are being diverted at huge cost, um, around the southern, southern Africa to the region, uh, to Iran's allies, namely South Africa, which I find very interesting. Exactly, uh, and uh, this is uh, a, a new a new level of uh, of the conflict. Uh, it was in the very far past uh, uh, by the Egyptians uh, uh, against Israel, but now it's Iran uh, against the world, not 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 only against Israel, and of course that uh, Egypt suffer uh, maybe uh, suffer much more than Israel because. The transfer of uh, goods uh, uh, through the Suez Canal to Europe is uh, vi- much, much uh, wider than uh, to to, uh, to Israel, and uh, I feel uh, a sign, a first sign of a difference uh, when uh, one of the big uh, companies uh, of maritime uh, uh, commerce, commerce. Uh, uh, said that they are now uh, are going to renew uh, uh, the transfer uh, uh, through the uh, Red Sea after the establishment of uh, a multinational force uh, in that area. Uh, let's hope. And uh, as you referred also to the tunnels in in uh, in Gaza, yeah. uh, I I must say that. Uh, we have very, very, uh, very tragic casualties yes. uh, in this in this uh, in this fight. One terrorist with uh, one uh, one uh, 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 explosive uh, uh, can can uh, uh, kill uh, five five uh, soldiers, soldiers like yeah. it was uh, on Saturday, and. Uh, there is no end to to uh, to to uh, destroy all the tunnels. Uh, therefore, I think that uh, the uh, option of uh, ceasefire is maybe uh, nearer than we uh, see. Yeah. Brigadier General Dr. Ephraim Lapid, Senior Research Fellow at the Europa Institute and former IDF spokesman. Uh, just giving us some insight there on uh, the IDF's points of vulnerability in the eyes of Hamas.